Plato said, Knowledge of the soul is the only universal truth and the only wisdom. All other knowledge is transient. Welcome to the Soul Podcast. I'm Stacy Wheeler. We've been talking about and writing about this thing we call the soul for tens of thousands of years. If you haven't listened to the first eight episodes, go back and check those out, and you'll understand why I can make this claim with confidence. And yeah, we've known about the soul since very ancient times, possibly much, much longer. People that lived during what we'd consider caveman times were burying their loved ones with grave goods. So even way back then, when the woolly mammoths existed alongside humans, people understood part of us survives the death of the body. So for tens of thousands of years, we've had a deep knowing that we are more than just the body. Every culture has a place for it and a word for it. Religions have adopted the idea of the soul into their doctrine. Some religions have even gone so far as to say they are the gatekeepers of the soul. And throughout history, an uncountable number of religions have come and gone. We're now in a time where we see many religions shrinking. We see attendance dropping and churches closing. I recently read an article written in November 2022. It was titled, Archdiocese of New Orleans Seeks Court Approval to Sell Off Properties in Bankruptcy Case. This included more than $242 million in assets up for sale. New Orleans was once a powerful hub of Catholicism. Today, it's crumbling under the weight of its former members' lack of interest. And it isn't an isolated case. We'll touch on this in future episodes. There is a shift happening. I believe it's a shift back to what we've always known. We are souls, and we don't need a church, or a mosque, or a synagogue to be in touch with this deepest part of ourselves. And we want to understand this thing we know is real. But how do we figure out the great mystery of the soul? Many people turn to ancient practices like yoga and meditation to slow their busy minds and practice being present. These things were part of the process for my soul reunion. I recommend them. For many, it's a challenge getting back to this deepest part of our sacred center, the center of ourselves. And I've got to pause for a second here and acknowledge that I just gave you my definition of the soul. I'd have to say I understand this may not be your definition, and it shouldn't be if it doesn't fit. My complete definition of the soul, for me, is the thing that we are before we were born and the thing we will be after the body dies is eternal and it's the core of who I am. That's the short version, of course. Clearly, I've got a lot more to say about it. I mean, I launched a podcast just to talk about it, right? Earlier this year, I attended the TCCHE conference in San Diego. It's also known as the Consciousness Conference. And I asked dozens of attendees for their definition of the soul. I got a lot of different answers and They were all beautiful, though none exactly the same. Here's a collection of some of the answers. The audio is a little rough because I was interviewing people between sessions, so there's a little bit of background noise. But listen to the responses, and you'll notice something lovely. Uh, My name is Heather Mack. To me, the soul is my humanity, my feelings, my emotions, what makes me human, and how my personality, my essence of who I am walking through this life. Jan Burke, I was relating the soul to the word spirit because I think that your soul is your spirit of which never dies when we leave the meat suit. We leave the meat suit behind and the soul is the part that remains. 
I believe the soul is a part of us that we can't see, but it is the true essence of us and what we are. Hi, my name is Shirley Grosser. The soul is that extra deep part of your heart, sometimes even above your heart, that is your guiding post. It's where your higher self lives. It's where God lives. It's where we are all one. And when you live from your soul, you'll find that you live in total joy. My name is Wendy DeSilva. To me, I think soul is that dimension of our self that is beyond the physical. That is that aspect where we touch divinity and we are part of divinity. And that part where before we came into this physical body, that was and has always been and will always be. Hi, my name is Amy Quessenberry. The soul is that thing inside you that knows all of the answers. Even when you don't realize, you don't know them. That's your soul. Your soul knows all the answers. So just go quiet and listen to your soul. Bruce Klein. The soul is pure energy. The soul is in the field and we are channels of, our, of the soul. The soul is what runs the body. It's like the body is the battery and the soul is the energy that lives inside that battery and makes it run. Yeah, Carl Godlove. What the soul is? Well, it's a word that um, probably doesn't do justice to what it is, which is the energetic essence of what we are. We think in terms of humans as the soul. Um, we probably give attribution to the soul strictly to humans, but my thought is that it, what we describe as the soul for humans is actually the source energy that is in everything created. My name is Casey Wise. I think the soul is your true being, your essence. My name is Curtis Childs. Uh, the soul is the love that drives you. So the soul of anyone is what they aim for above everything else. So this can ultimately either be like, I have a, a soul that's driving me, which is love of the neighbor, love of other human beings. If you make the welfare of people your highest aspiration, then your soul gets filled up with uh, divine love. My name's Donnell Lipford. I believe the soul is the connection between our human body and something greater than us. My name is Darren Bright. The human soul is a multi-dimensional conscious energy that is non-linear. What that means is that we are conscious energy and everything is energy, vibration, and frequency. Your physical body houses your soul. It is not you. And when you actually learn the connection of your soul and the part of the soul that you are here on earth, vast, vast doors, opportunities, and possibilities open up for you. So we are eternal as a soul. As a soul, we are non-linear, and as a soul, we're unlimited. My name is Debbie Gornacek. I believe that the soul is your divine essence. Your soul is your connection to source. We are all connected as one. My name is Katia Reynoso, and I think that the soul is something that never goes away. It's the only thing you have that stays forever. You come to this world with your soul. You choose the body you're gonna be in, and then when the body ends, the soul stays. You, you're always the soul. It never dies. The body expresses what the soul shush. There's some people that get sick because they don't know how to listen to their soul. Hi, this is 
Kathleen Ball, and um, the soul, from my perspective, from the research I've done and my own personal experiences, I had a near-death experience in 1990. So in that experience, I knew that I was eternal. I knew that my soul was eternal and that I would never die. And I, I just ceased to have any fear of death. I've never been afraid of dying since then. And so it doesn't matter what happens to my physical body. It really doesn't matter. I will continue to stay consciously aware as a soul being eternally, forever. My name is Deborah King, and the soul is the energy of everything. I'm Rachel Myers. And what I think the soul is, is the energetic part of you that connects to other people. And I think that the soul stays on this earth past the time that your body does, based on your connection with other people and other souls. Jessica Lancaster. To me, the soul is that divine essence of who I am when I forget all of the parts of my identity that I've carried along with me for this lifetime. Nick Vargas. The soul is that part of you that is eternal. It's always been there, always is, connected to all the other souls in the universe. And it's the part of you that is watching your life now. And when this physical life ends, it will go on into whatever's next. Hey, my name is Matt Lipford, and I believe that the soul is a basically like a program that's running in the background that kind of um, helps give us our life and our vitality. My name is Vicki Hay. The soul is, I feel like the soul is my true self. It's my higher self. It's who I truly am. It's what I am here to ascend to be. Sheila Pearl, the soul is your highest essence and potential for this world. Hi, my name is Nurhan. I think the soul is honestly the extension of God. I wouldn't say we are God, but I would say we're an extension of it, kind of like a flame being part of the sun. We're made up of the same thing, but it's a little bit different. And so I think it lives within each person and it's ingrained in us, but we have to learn how to let it surface so that we can experience life through the soul. I think the soul is, is a part of God but we just have to know how to silence ourselves to let it surface through our skin and connect with the outside world so that we can experience life as one. My name is Derek Acevedo. I think the soul is, I think it's our small piece to a larger picture, like a, like a puzzle. I think that we are an individual piece of a bigger picture. I think we get so caught up in our individuality and how important we feel that that may be. But I think that there's so much bigger of a picture going on. We're just an individuation of, of eternity, of everything. That's what I think the soul is. I want to take a second to thank all of you who took time to share your perspective. I enjoyed every conversation I had. When we listen to these answers, we hear a lot of different ways of looking at the soul. But when we break it down, we see a lot of recurring ideas, beautiful ideas. Ideas like the soul is eternal, that we are eternal, that the soul connects us to source or to God. Soul is the source of joy, source of intuition. It is the power or energy source of our being. Soul is love, the thing that connects us to each other. Soul is our highest self or true self. 
So there's a lot of ways people answer the question, what is the soul? And none of them are negative. None of them. Nothing about them is negative. It's all very positive. I believe that having a belief in the soul is good for you. That it's good for society as a whole and it's good for the entire world. Believing in the existence of the soul makes us fear death less, feel a greater connection to others, feel more love, and feel connected to a higher power, which leads us to feel less lonely and more empowered. Because you see, once you see and accept that you are a perfect soul, it is impossible to go through life without seeing others the same. It forever changes the way you see your place in the world. And it is not some big secret that a soul reunion is beneficial. I've read countless quotes from dozens, hundreds, or even thousands of years back talking about the great benefits of connecting to our soul. This one's only about a hundred something years old. In 1902, Armory H. Bradford wrote in his book, The Ascension of the Soul, a study of the soul, like a study of history, inspires optimism. It is hard to believe that it could have been intended first for perfection and then for extinction. It is equally difficult to believe that any soul will, in the end, be cast as rubbish to the void. Hear the optimism in that? Once you understand that you're a soul, you understand that you're imperishable, you understand that you're meant for something greater, that the world isn't just a series of things happening to you, it's something that you're going through that your soul is experiencing, and that your soul will be able to look back at once it passes to the next thing. There's an optimism to it, there's a beauty to it, there's hope. So there's much to be gained from a belief in the soul. Can you think of any other thing we might believe in that would lead to such positive benefits? You might argue that a belief in God or having a deep religious belief could do the same, and I'd point out how many bad things have been done throughout history by religious institutions and by religious zealots, and how countless wars have been fought in the names of gods. Lives, countless lives lost in the names of gods. We still live in a world where religions and even sects of the same religion fight over whose God is the real God. Can you think of any war ever fought over the soul? Does anyone fight over whose soul is the real soul? No, of course not. I can't think of any terrible thing done in the name of the soul, except by religions. The answers we heard show that we can all define the soul in our own way, and it's all good. Thoughts and opinions don't compete. No matter what angle we approach the topic, everybody gets to define the soul in their own way. No fights needed. And isn't it a nice way to see the world? If you believe you're a soul, that means everyone else is as well. And that means we're all connected and we're all loved by an unnamed source. It's where we all come from and where we'll return someday. The soul is beauty and love. If you are a soul, you are beauty and love. And you are loved. Thank you for listening to The Soul Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, learned something new, or were just entertained, please tell your friends about the show. This is the best way for people to find the show. If you heard any quotes you liked in this episode, you'll find them in the show notes. You can also find links to supporting information as well as a list of any books or other reading material related to this episode.